Most small business owners can barely take a day off, but what if you could actually grow your business on autopilot? What if you could leave for a week, two weeks, three weeks? What if you could go on vacation? Here's something crazy. Is it possible that you could do a three-month sabbatical? and come back and your business is actually stronger than it was before you left. I know that would hurt your ego, but but you could just check your bank account and feel a little bit better. Can you actually build a dependable, predictable machine? Well, I wanna show you how. I have a PDF and you can get it at businessmadesimple.com slash autopilot. Businessmadesimple.com slash autopilot. If you need your business to run like a well-oiled, dependable, predictable machine, I'll show you how in our new PDF. Go to businessmadesimple.com slash autopilot. The Hustle Daily Show, hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett Ryla, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. The Hustle Daily Show brings you a healthy dose of irreverent, offbeat, and informative takes on business and tech news. If you haven't already, Check out their recent episode titled, Is This the End of the Non-Compete Agreement? With the wave of layoffs going around, a lot of employees are wondering what their rights are with non-competes. Well, the Federal Trade Commission has the same question, and the group discusses how the FTC is looking to potentially ban them. The episode also dives into how AI is banned on scientific papers, Peloton's $19 million fine over treadmill defects, and more. You can listen to The Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. When I look at the growth of my small business, there are points wherein there's just a hockey stick. You know, we're doing this, doing this, doing this, and then hockey stick up, hockey stick up. Two things, two things created the hockey stick for me. The first thing is the creation and launch of new products. When I, when I would put out a new product, the uh, and it was a good product and people wanted it. Sometimes I didn't put out a good product that people didn't want. I mean, it was a good product and nobody wanted it. You know, you see that hockey stick. So we'd go from one to two million based on the release of certain products. Another time that I would see a hockey stick, the second thing that I would see a hockey stick besides the creation and launch of new products was the hiring of a person. So when I hired a sales rep, saw a hockey stick. When I hired somebody to handle my marketing, saw a hockey stick. I want to talk today about the very first time a hire, and I mean this, the first time ever that I hired somebody and there was a hockey stick. It's not a position that you're easily going to guess, but I saw a hockey stick when I hired this person and I regret that it took me years and years and years to actually hire the person because I didn't want to hire them. Who did I hire? I hired a virtual assistant. Now, a lot of people are listening. They've put it off for years. They haven't done it. I'm telling you, your revenue is going to go up when you hire an assistant, but only if you listen to the rest of this episode because I'm going to help you understand what they need to do in order to increase your revenue. And I'm going to talk you into actually hiring one instead of waiting another few months. With that, I want to welcome you to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. This is the only podcast that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, you'll get the insight and steps you need to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Okay, here's my story 
with a virtual assistant. I became friends with Brian Miles and his wife, Shannon. They ran a company called Belay Solutions and still own some of the company. They've sold most of it, but back then they owned it and they were scaling this company up. I loved Brian and Shannon right away. And they, Belay Solutions basically uh, offers virtual assistance to people like you and me. I knew I needed one. Uh, gosh, how long ago was this? Probably close to, I mean, seven, eight years ago. The business was probably at a half million. We were definitely sub-million dollar business. And I was doing everything. I was answering all my own email. I was running my own schedule. People would call me if they wanted to get together. I would go onto my Google Calendar and put it on there. On and on and on and on. I just uh, I was just doing it all myself. And I knew I needed to do something different. Brian said, Don, you, you just need to do this. You need to bite the bullet. You know, We could even give you a discount or whatever. I said, it's not about the discount. It's about the time. I don't want to have to sit down and explain to somebody all the things I do and have them take over my calendar and take over my email, whatever else that they, they're, they're going to do. I, I've got a system and it works, except what I know now looking back is it wasn't working. It wasn't working. My company was sub-million dollars. Yes, I was making a profit. Yes, I was able to make my mortgage. Yes, we were able to put money aside. I had no idea. I had no idea how much more money I could be making if I could free up my time. That was the issue. And I finally just called Brian over at Belay Solutions and I said, can you, uh, can you give me an assistant? And I just kind of bit the bullet and decided to do it. The next, uh, the next thing that happened was shocking to me. And here's what I mean. It was just so freaking easy. It was just not that difficult. I mean, you know, I met with Melissa, the virtual assistant they got me. She was a stay-at-home mom who didn't want to give up her career. She want she loved the mission of our organization. She was the main thing was she was good at the things I wasn't good at. Extremely good with details, extremely good with all the technology stuff, extremely good at finding deals on airline tickets, all that kind of stuff she was just really good at. And it wasn't like, what I thought was, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and deal with about three months of slow-moving bureaucracy as I transition some of my stuff to my virtual assistant. That never happened. We hit the ground running, and we hit the ground running fast. Some of the problems that I was dealing with, I was focusing on tasks that I just wasn't good at. I was feeling guilty about taking time off of work. I was feeling overwhelmed by the mountain of work that I had in front of me. The work that I had to do was not the work that I wanted to do. I want to repeat that. The work that I would wake up and have to do was not the work that I wanted to work. I just didn't want to work on that. I didn't want to work on buying an airline ticket to make sure that I was in Phoenix for a speaking event and then choosing whether or not I was going to Uber or whether or not I was going to rent a car and what hotel I was going to stay in, and whether or not it was near the venue that I was speaking at. I wanted to work on the talk. I wanted to work on the keynote presentation and wow the audience. And more and more, that's not what I was getting to do. And that's what finally broke, where I just said, I can't do this anymore. So Melissa, I couldn't believe it. She was like, oh, I love finding good deals on airlines. <laughs> I love it. Oh, are you a points member for National Rent-A-Car? Because by the way, you can upgrade. You can, you know, you can get like a BMW sometimes if you gather enough points. I'm like, you like this stuff? I love this stuff. And so immediately she just uh, was able to take over my email, take over my schedule. 
So here's the order that I kind of went in when I got a virtual assistant and consider this your plan for what to do when you get your virtual assistant. And, and I really mean this in this order because you, you don't want to do this all at once, but after you get your virtual assistant, this is when you want to start doing it. Now, here's an answer to the question that you're probably answering at least subconsciously. Is it financially viable, right? I mean, can you afford the $20,000, dollars $50,000 a year that it's going to take a virtual assistant? By the way, I said $20,000, dollars $50,000 because it just depends on how many hours you want them. You can do four hours a week. You can do 12 hours a week, but uh, you know it scales. And, and by the way, you can scale up. So you can start at 10, move to 20, move to 30. You know, at some point, you, you run into you know, the need for a, just a full-time assistant. They give you options to be able to buy your assistant out of that system too, which is exactly what I did, by the way. I bought my assistant out of their systems. It was really cool. Uh, but yes, is it financially viable? Yes, because here's why. I gave a better talk in Phoenix and had a much better call to action at the end, which got me much more, many more email addresses and got me a standing ovation because... I was able to spend time working on the keynote and not on the flight, the Uber, the rental car, the hotel, none of that. And even the schedule when I got there, I mean, I got an itinerary that said, Don, you're going to walk in the room at 10 a.m. By the way, nobody's going to be in the room. You're going to do a sound check. You want to connect with a woman named Annette. By the way, she has two kids and one of them is in college and read your book. So please bring this copy of Blue Like Jazz. Please autograph it for Annette's daughter. And that's going to mean a lot to her. And then you guys are going to do a sound check. You'll make some talk, small talk. Then people are going to come in from their other workshops and they're going to come into the main room. Uh, by the way, business casual. Also, I wouldn't use this example in the talk because that interferes with this revenue stream that they're doing over here. I've cut that slide out of your keynote just so you know it's not going to be there. Wow. What, what does that leave me to do? Leaves me to focus on what I'm good at. That happened immediately, immediately. As a leader, it can be challenging to align your teams on a shared mission and goals for the year. But with HubSpot CRM, you can keep your marketing, sales, operations, and service teams in sync on one powerful platform that actually grows with your business and leaves your competition in the dust. Capture leads, boost sales, and engage customers all from one powerful platform. Tools like a unified contact record, help desk automation, and customizable reporting make it easy to unite your team around a single source of truth, which means you can spend less time managing your software and more time connecting with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 and get a special offer of 20% off eligible plans at hubspot.com slash businessmadesimple. And now back to the show. So after you know now you're going to make more money with a virtual assistant than you, you did without one, uh, let me tell you how to on-ramp your assistant. These are the things that you need to be thinking about as your assistant comes into play in your life. And, and I really would sort of do it in this order. First, it's not something for the assistant, it's something for you. And that is, uh, I want you to have this mindset. This is not your professional assistant. This is your personal and professional assistant. And here's what I mean. If you're a small business owner, your, your money and your business interferes totally with your life. You don't really work office hours. Your office might even be in the house. Therefore, your personal assistant needs to help you in your personal and professional life. 
You should never schedule a, an appointment to get your hair cut again, ever. It takes you too much time. You've got to look at your calendar. You've got to call the barber or whatever. You got, you know, you got to figure all that stuff out. You should wake up in the morning and go, oh, I got a haircut today, right? So every month, my assistant knows to get me a haircut. I, I literally go to a place called The Handsomizer. <laughs> it's really, it's actually true. The, the former guitarist for Jars of Clay, remember that band? He has a little one-room deal right off the Jars of Clay studio, and he calls himself the Handsomizer, and that guy cuts my hair right now. His name is Steve Mason, and he's awesome. That has nothing to do with anything except for that your virtual assistant needs to call the Handsomizer because he's actually so good, it's hard to get in. And so you're dry cleaning. I literally told my assistant, I said, I don't want to drop stuff off the dry cleaning anymore. I always forget to pick it up. And she said, no problem. She called me back an hour later. She said, um, there's going to be a gray bag that shows up on your door, fill that with your dry cleaning. Whenever you want to take your dry cleaning, a dry cleaner, throw that out on your porch and call me because I'm going to have somebody pick it up. Now think about the return on investment that you're going to get in your time. Because you are not scheduling a haircut, because you are not taking your dry cleaning down to the, to the dry cleaning shop. If you, if you run your dry cleaning to the dry cleaning shop, I guarantee you that's an hour. You said, Don, no, that's like 10 minutes away. Nobody goes straight to the dry cleaner and then comes back. You know you're going through Dairy Queen, so you're going to lose weight <laughs> if you don't have to take your dry cleaning back, or at least I will. Okay, so that's the first thing you want to think of, and this is, a, this is definitely a very good financial investment, especially because it's just economic. It's not that expensive. All right, the next thing that you want to think about after you, you have the mindset shift of this is my personal and professional and get over any guilt, get over any guilt that you have, then the next thing that you want to hand your virtual assistant as you meet with them for the first time, I think you want to hand them your schedule. I think you want to say, look, here are the things that I need to do every week. Here are the meetings that I need to be in. Here are the, here's the contact information for the people that I need in those meetings or, or I meet with, and uh, I want you to take over my schedule. Your assistant needs to, you know, those repetitive tasks, you want those scheduled. Your exercise, your visit to the gym, you want those scheduled. You also want time off scheduled. So Saturday and Sunday, nothing gets on the schedule. That is family time. After five o'clock, nothing's on the schedule. That's family time. But it's on the schedule as nothing on the schedule. It just is family time. So you probably, if you're doing this really well, you will never go into your Google Calendar again and put something on the calendar. You actually don't want to do that. What you want to do is Slack or email or text message your virtual assistant and say, hey, can you get me a meeting with so-and-so? And they will have so-and-so's contact information. Okay. You know, you need to get, they need a database of all the people that you contact. Can you get me... If they don't, if you don't have that, say, look, I just met with a person. I actually don't have that information, but they want to get together and I'd like to take that meeting. Then what they're going to do is Google that person, find out where they work, call their office, get their assistant, all that stuff you don't have to do. So instead of putting something on your Google calendar, you're going to actually, you're actually, or your Gmail calendar, you're actually going to Slack or call or text message or email your assistant. They are now in charge of your schedule. I think this is the lowest hanging fruit. And it's the thing that frees you up and gives you the most incredible sense of freedom and reward. You've got to get your schedule out of your head. What All you need in your head are your priorities. That's what you need. These are the people I meet with. These are the people I don't meet with. I'm trying to, to move these objectives forward, and we are going to protect at all costs my family, period. Those are the priorities. Now, think about what you just got. 
you got a massive return on your investment, a massive return on your investment financially because you were able to focus on the things that actually make you money. You got that. And you also got peace of mind, freedom, time to rest. Your virtual assistant is going to be an accountability partner to make sure you stay human, right? Make sure that you stay a healthy human being. All right. After you give your assistant your schedule, you want to make a list of all the things that you need to get done every month. Here are the things that I need to get done. And then those repeatable tasks, your assistant is responsible for that. So if you still mow your lawn, they're going to figure out where you can mow your lawn, when you can mow your lawn. If you want to get together with your buddies, you know, you get together and you have a beer with your friends down at the pub, you want to do that at least uh, six times a year. They're going to know who those friends are and you're going to wake up one day and you're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm down at Horse Brass Pub tonight with the guys. I've really been missing them, you know, but they're, they're, your assistant's going to be calling the guys and seeing when everybody can get together. All that stuff, those repeatable tasks, give that to your assistant. Here's one more thing, and this is not low-hanging fruit. Give them your email. And I mean that. You should be getting forwarded emails from your assistant. When somebody emails you, they're not emailing you. They're emailing your assistant. And there's several reasons. One is you're getting way too many emails, uh, right? You're getting emails that don't need to be responded to by you. Uh, there's, your assistant should be given a badge and a gun the authority to say no. Uh, nope, sorry, Don can't speak at that event, right? Uh, nope, Don's not going to be able to get together. Nope, whatever. You know, you're going to meet with your assistant once or twice a week. They're going to have a list of 25 things. They're going to say, hey, I, I got a request for an endorsement. Uh, what, are, what are our rules on you endorsing books? And then you're probably never going to get that question again because they, now they'll know the rules. They're just going to forward you the email from the friend who asked for the endorsement, or they're not going to forward the email, whatever your rules are. Uh, you know, so you're, it's going to take you a little bit to set up that system. This is another way of massively freeing up your time. Now you are still going to get email, but you're you're going to get way fewer emails. You're going to get emails that actually matter. But for about a month or two, you'll come up. You will literally type out responses that your assistant can then cut and paste and send in response to so much of the of the communication that you're actually getting. Those three things by the way, your schedule, your repeatable tasks, and your email, along with the overarching mindset that you have, a, you have a personal and professional assistant, all of that you can get done within six weeks. And most of it you can get done within one day. It's the email stuff and the value stuff and the priority stuff. It's the communication about those things that's going to take a little bit longer. However, day two of having an assistant, you will have more time, not less. Day two, the first day is going to take you a couple hours. Day two, you will have more time and not less, and it will only get better and better and better. Hockey stick up. Hockey stick up in your productivity. There will be a hockey stick up, hopefully, in your revenue if you are able to focus on things that bring in more revenue and you're not busy buying a flight to Phoenix. Hockey stick up in your quality of life. Hockey stick up in the quality of your marriage. Hockey stick up in the amount of time that you spend with your kids. Listen, you only live once. Do you, do you want to spend it figuring out where you're going to get the best deal on a rental car? All right. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. Today's plan of action is for you to go to yournewassistant.com. Go to yournewassistant.com, hit the button, 
and start the process of getting a new virtual assistant. I don't even want to give you anything else because I gave you a lot of great stuff that you can do with your personal new assistant, but uh, they are going to give you 10 more things. They're literally going to say to you, I think I should take over this. And I, I would like to run this for you. And I would like to do this for you. They're going to have 25 more suggestions that free up your time and increase your revenue. So just take the first step. Don't wait. I think I waited two years. I think I told Brian, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And finally, I just did it. And I, I'm so mad because the compound interest on the time that I could have had is astronomical. I mean, I think if I would have made that decision earlier, then the company that I own right now could be 50% larger. That, that's literally true. I believe that that is true because the compound interest on the time that that freed up would have added and all the good decisions I made after I got more time would have been made sooner. Don't underestimate how big a deal this actually is. Think about it. It is very realistic that you would be making a lot more money if you had more time, if you had more time. Yournewassistant.com. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.